I started taking down the names of the old movies using a long metal pole with a suction cup on top. The air was freezing, three degrees if I'm lucky. Sometimes I, I feel stupid and dull, but I still try to live and have fun. To do that, I look forward to the powwows to come. Jackpot's culture is unlike any other culture. We speak one tongue for our family and another for our friends. I'm not talking about English and Spanish, dude. The people of Northeast Nevada, are they chiseled by desert winds and quickened by powwow drums? Are they ruled by slot machines? Have they been turned to dreamers of gold and silver? Rural Voices Radio presents Northeast Nevada. They walk the West. They walk the West by Rochelle Marie Sloan. Mexican squatters run the taverns and southern drifters run the casinos. They all called it a wasteland once. Now they call it money. Open ranges and green pastures aplenty, they would sing near the brothels, dry river beds, and rickety bridges. Trespassing through the old ranches, snow caves, and tunnels, there they found it, dying, rotting, and fighting to be part of the Old West. They found the hungry saloon with the boards of its past, their black arrowhead color, running into the powdered dirt of the sun-crusted desert. Roaming the oasis and smoking rolled cigarettes, they loathe the desert and their newfound prophecy of women and wealth and distance. Hiding from cliffs and barbed wire fences, they walk on, most together, all of them alone. Their leathered faces and gasping chests remind them of dying, rotting, fighting, and sinking into this place, once called the Old West. I'm Kim Stafford. I've been working with teachers around the country in a program that encourages writing in our schools. Under the stewardship of the National Writing Project, we've written and read our work to one another and talked about how to teach writing. Now students in Nevada read their poems, stories, and essays. Extremes by Shelley Johnson. Nevada is extremes. It's wide open nothingness that desert brings, or it's crowded smoky casinos block after block. It's below zero and a blizzard, or it's above 100 and still rising. It's strip joints and whorehouses, or quiet little churches hidden in sleepy neighborhoods. Nevada flashes big neon signs calling in the gamblers, or just lights a porch calling in the children. It's five-star dining and gourmet chefs, or it's a small cafe with a cook named Joe. Nevada's not one thing, but many. It's often too hot or too cold, and it's dry. But it's also big and elegantly beautiful. Nevada is part of the Great Basin, a broad desert filled with more than 150 mountain ranges. Some valleys stand more than a mile above sea level. The mountains are a mile higher still. When writer Horace Greeley crossed Nevada in 1859, he wrote, Our trail led us mainly up one side of a mountain range and down the other, thence across a valley of some ten miles in width to the foot of another chain, and so on. Dear Pioneer, by Pedro Ruiz, read by Kate Orr. 
How was it back then? How did it feel coming in sweaty and smelly from the covered wagons? How did the trees sing to you with their dried up leaves? How did it feel to sit around a campfire with red hot flames rushing at your face? The Old West and the New. This town, this god awful, god forsaken town, with its pillaged lands and close minded, foolish people, I hate the way it draws you in, deeper and deeper into Elko Oblivion, like a spinning pinwheel. You become hypnotized, not to a state of mystique or wonder, but in a way that you get trapped, stuck forever in this petty existence. It is almost like our very own Bermuda Triangle, lost forever in the great black hole called Elko, Nevada. First stop, Elko. Licensed to swagger thanks to its population of 34,000. That's big in these parts. Elko was founded in 1869 to serve miners, ranchers, and travelers. Ranchers kept Elko going when the mines shut down. After 1931, casinos steadied the economy. I must get out. If I do not wiggle free from the conservative jaws, from the simple minded bigots, if I am not released from Elko's baleful grip, I will snap and be lost forever. Early Elko was an entertainment center with free theater performances for children and even opera. Today's top billing is the annual Cowboy Poetry Gathering, which keeps literature alive and local. Elko's been called one of the best small towns in America. That may be true, but what if the tourist brochures were created by these teenage writers? Welcome to Elko by Jessica Reister. Welcome to Elko, Nevada. It never rains here, and sometimes, really early in the morning, when the dew has had time to soak in, I smell its rancid moisture. Who knows? It might be fun to boot scoot and boogie with a real hick someday. Every morning, I wake up wondering why I actually live here. It's not my fault, I'm only 16. Actually, when I think about it, the mountains are ugly. Nevada reminds me of John Denver music. Careful, Nevada! I'll stay right here! The Ruby Mountains, a hundred miles long, with peaks over 10,000 feet. Few would call them ugly, but don't get caught there by a winter storm. A blizzard in the Rubies can close the road. And even make life tough in town. Changing the Marquee by Joe Sladwick. I was at work changing the Marquee in Elko because we had four new movies opening the next day. It was 9 30 at night and I was just beginning my time consuming task. I went up to the roof where there was a half inch of frozen snow. Every time I took a step, the thin top layer of frozen snow held for about a millisecond and then gave. I started taking down the names of the old movies using a long metal pole with a suction cup on top. The air was freezing, three degrees if I'm lucky. I couldn't get a good rhythm going. The wind was relentless. Usually the wind blows in gusts. Not tonight. I thought the wind was trying to prove something. It was like a bully beating you up after school to prove how strong he is when all you want to do is go home and have some hot chocolate. Maybe it was trying to tell me I should get a good job. After a while, I lost all feeling in my hands. They were numb from gripping the metal pole. Finally, I finished. When I got to my truck to leave, I noticed the wind had died. I looked up at the marquee and saw a few letters had been blown off. I got into my truck, pretending not to notice.
Rugged Nevada was the last state in the lower 48 to be explored and mapped. This is big country with few people. Much of Nevada is public land, which means people can freely explore many mountains and valleys even today. Place to find peace by Danny Gonzalez. Whenever I feel down, I saddle my good horse and ride somewhere quiet. I think about whatever comes to mind. Sometimes I think about my girl and I'm holding her close. Sometimes I think about when I used to rodeo, the times I won first place or the times I got kicked or stomped. There were good times and bad times. I like to go to the canyon about three or four miles from my house. It's not really a canyon, but it will be in a thousand years. Out here, distances are long and skies are high. People and towns are few and far between. The mind is free to wander. A Calm Night by Simon Aguilar A summer night on Jack Rabbit Hill was calm. First it was silent. Then I heard a world of different noises. Coyotes and wolves were howling in the wind. Some animals were crying. Crickets were chirping. I listened. We don't take the time to hear what the animals are trying to tell us. What are the animals trying to tell us? Once there were so many. Though fewer in numbers, they still roam the mountains and ranges today. Antelope, deer, mountain lions, coyotes, wild horses, elk, bighorn sheep, and others. I'm a lynx by Eric Jensen. I'm a lynx, hunted, stuffed, placed in a case in the Star Hotel. My best friend is a cactus. He doesn't speak much. Miners come, drink and fight. I used to hunt and fight for food. No more. The taste of rabbit was good. Most of Nevada's silver mines are closed, but people do mine gold. The state is a leading gold producer. When miners come home at the end of the day, their children listen and imagine. Mining is a Dangerous Job by Ashley Skinner. I was underground digging for gold and silver. Then as I was putting on my work shirt, the ceiling started to drip. Most of the men had gone down lower. I was getting ready to join them. Then I heard a big crash. A halt truck had just killed my uncle. It smashed his body. There was nothing we could do. He was pushing people out of the way to save their lives. A Miner by Amanda Williams. A miner is very, very dirty with soiled clothes and grimy ears. When he comes home, you can taste and feel the filthy air. You'll know if you are near a miner because of the dusty air. Old-time rancher George Nelson recalled life in Elko County in the 1880s. There was grass pretty near everywhere. 
You could drive four miles from Elko and turn the horses out wherever there was water. They cut hay all over the country, and there were lots of cattle. Today grass is not as plentiful, though some ranchers still take their cows and sheep to high country to graze. The life of the sheep herder and cowboy can be lonely and hard, but that wasn't what captured the minds of our young riders. The Cowboy Way by Hank Thurston I am a cowboy, the horseman, wild and free. Witness to I all that can be, been through range wars. Heard the muskets roar, have I? As I reach into my saddlebag, I see my life in my battered hands. One Moment by Kelly Waldvogel It's not about cowboys and Indians. It's not about ten-gallon hats or wild rags. It's not about the Lone Ranger or Tonto. It's not about handlebar mustaches or bad guys on horses. It is not about any of these things. It's about early dawn mornings, hands warming around a cup of coffee, sun peeping from behind the mountains, tumbleweed wind tangling my hair, a shock of strain water in my face. Writer Robert Laxalt wrote of Nevada, How very much like sagebrush the people are setting down roots and thriving in unlikely places, hardy and resilient, stubborn and independent, restrained by environment and yet able to grow free. It takes a special kind of grit to live here. Just ask someone who spent many hours in a horse corral on a ranch near Wells at the base of the East Humboldt Range. Getting Back On by Mackenzie Smith Gently now, ease up to him. Careful, he's going to break. Okay, start over. Slowly, slowly. There, swing up. Where's my stirrup? Found it. Put your toes on the edge. Good job. Hold on. Relax. Breathe. Don't show your nerves. Turn him around. Whoa, hold on. Grab for the horn. Sit down square. Squeeze your legs. No, don't let the reins go. One, two, three. Eight seconds. Doing good. The horse turns. Spins to the left. No saddle. Air. Air. Reaching for something. Hit the ground. Darkness. Wake up. Wake up. Crawl back up. And start again. When I Grow Up by Kelsey Kaufman and Tesla McQueen. Far, far away on a dusty day, a little boy told his dad, I want to be a cowboy. I want to be a cowboy. I want to be a cowboy when I grow up. So listen up, Dad, the little boy said. Can I? Can I? Can I? When I grow up, I will need boots and spurs and a lasso and a horse, some cattle with a saddle. And when I grow up, when you grow up, you can be a cowboy, his dad said. Just save all your money and you can be a cowboy when you grow up.
In the old days, the Shoshone and Paiute hunted, fished, and gathered seeds, roots, and berries. The grass grew tall most years. Then settlers arrived, and life changed. Soon, the Native Americans were confined to seven reservations in Nevada, one of them on the Idaho border. Based in the town of Owyhee, high in the mountains, this reservation is now home to the Shoshone and Paiute. Despite pressures to assimilate, they have held on to their beliefs and customs. If we look through their eyes, how is the world a different place? The Dancing Spirits by Jessica Kelly There are good and evil spirits around Owyhee, Nevada. Anyone can hear or see them. A man was talking about one of my uncles who has passed on. He was saying that when he drove the school bus, one of my uncles and his two brothers were looking at the mountain where the sun was going down. They wouldn't take their eyes off the mountain. Later at school, the man asked my uncle what they were looking at. My uncle told him they were looking at the spirits. You probably think it isn't true, but when I am by myself, I can see and hear spirits dancing on the mountainside. They are the good ones, the dancing spirits. The spirits dance in a circle with my uncle and grandfather. I know that my grandfather and uncle wouldn't be with the evil spirits because they were both very good people. They would be with the good spirits. My Life by Kit Julianto Every day I do the same thing. I feel the same way. Even though I try to change, I still feel lost, unwanted, and sometimes I feel like I don't belong here or there. Sometimes I feel stupid and dull, but I still try to live and have fun. To do that, I look forward to the powwows to come. I talk about powwow all the time. It is because that's the only thing I'm good at. It is a place where I belong, where I feel free. My family dances and sings. We have our own drum group. And we just travel around power to power every summer. But it's kind of hard. Cause we don't have enough. Sometimes we don't have enough money to get through, but we make it. <laughs> Yeah, hey, 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 hey
The Story About an Indian by Leah Allison I would like to dance like an Indian. I would do the things they do. I would wear an Indian dress. I would talk like them. If I saw a horse, I would ride it. I would name him Sunny. What kind of song created this land? Millions of years ago, glaciers pushed down, ice melted into lakes, lakes receded, volcanoes erupted, the earth heaved up into mountains, the world grew like a child in hardship and beauty. Crumble to Dust by Andrew Leahy Years ago, enormous mountains exploded from the ground like tons of dynamite. Dust blows and stings my face, the beginning of everything. Dust, the beginning of the trees where flowers begin to take form. Flowers that sprinkle the ground, droplets of water softly reaching out. Dust, so dry, withered, like an old man's flesh, yet so full of life. Dark sagebrush covers this valley like grandmother's old comforter on the bed. In the sagebrush flats of Duck Valley or sitting on a rock in the desert, a youngster makes new friends. A cloud, wild horses, a lizard. Cloud by Vanessa Pine. I am a white fluffy cloud. I see a sea of blue light around me, a bright yellow blinding sun. I see big brown mountains covered with lava rocks, green trees that sway back and forth. I see a shimmering lake with white birds bathing and thin brown willows around the lake. I see wild horses running through the green grassy fields. Nevada Sun by Ben DeLeon The sun shines on a lizard's back, scorches rocks black. As night falls over snowy mountain peaks, it sends a chill down my spine. Somewhere horses gallop against the wind as cowboys toss hay. Dirt spits dust devils across hills. Tumbleweeds dance across the land, hoping to find their destiny. This valley stares forward. The sun beats down like a jackhammer. Like the dancing tumbleweeds, we're all searching for our destiny. Even Coyote, who is clever. Coyote Dream by Ashley Velasquez. I was getting off the bus. I looked around to see if my mom was there. She wasn't, so I walked down the road with my friends. I lived farther out, so after a while, I was by myself. I kept walking for about five minutes. Then I met a coyote with his beautiful smoke gray fur. I filled with fear. Then he smiled at me. He came a little closer, very curious. He showed me his pearly white fangs like he was warning me not to make any sudden moves. He came closer still. For some reason, I wasn't scared anymore. He came really close to me again and he cuddled around my legs. Now every time I come across a coyote, 
smile. In Nevada, people live with reminders of the past. Take the Mountain City Highway north of Elko, and you'll soon come to Rio Tinto, an abandoned copper mining town. Drive further, Mountain City, near gold, silver, and copper mines that are closed. Boom and bust. That's the rhythm of economic times in Nevada. No wonder so many dreams turn to ghost towns, and so many mines hold stories of workers long gone. What happens when you watch a place you love change? Shut downtown by Raymond Bassanius. My favorite place is Mountain City. It is a small town along Mountain City Highway, 84 miles north of Belco. The last time someone counted, only about 30 people lived there. People keep moving out, and no one new moves in. My grandma and grandpa own almost everything in the town, but they are starting to shut down most of those places. Just recently, they shut down Tremune's store. They had owned it for 40 years. There were only two stores in the town, and now the other store is going to be shut down also. The reservation is planning to build a store so the Indians don't have to drive from Hawaii to Mountain City to get their groceries. I don't like seeing Mountain City die. It is a fun place to stay, and I like working in my grandma's store to make money during the summer. I guess I can still go up there and visit and go fishing with my Uncle Mitch. I don't think my grandma will ever shut down. She's just going to find new things to do like quilting. One town steps closer to becoming a ghost town. Another greets new people stopping by to gamble. Jackpot is just over a couple mountain ranges from Mountain City, and it's got jobs and parking lots galore, with mountains rising up close by on two sides. On a long, lonely stretch of road, the casino lights in Jackpot welcome folks from Idaho and the snowbirds traveling through with offers and enticements to the hungry, the tired, the hopeful. Do these travelers know the real Jackpot? Jackpot Culture by Paco Morales. The culture in Jackpot isn't an American culture. It isn't a Mexican culture. What kind of culture is it then? We eat mole, tortillas, and atole for dinner. We also eat pizza and combo meal number six from Burger King. Now tell me, who am I? A Mexican in America? Or an American among Mexican friends? Jackpot's culture is unlike any other culture. We speak one tongue for our family and another for our friends. I'm not talking about English and Spanish, dude. We're different. We're unique. We're jackpot. Maybe the real payoff is a new generation that speaks its mind. The voices you've heard will sing the new Nevada their feet will make new trails. Their hands will make new drums. Design new websites, rope steers, play slot machines, and write poems. Watch them work. Listen for their voices. Northeast Nevada. They walk the West. 
is a production of the National Writing Project. The radio project is coordinated by Laura Paradise with support from Iana Rogers. The program was written, recorded, and produced by Deborah Beagle with help from David Charlevoix and other members of the Great Basin Writing Project in Nevada at Great Basin College in Elko. Script editing by Lauren Krenzel and Kim Stafford. Stephen Erickson mixed the program. Thanks to Audrey Wright and Kit Giulianto for music. The National Writing Project is funded by a grant from the U.S. Department of Education. We'd love to hear from you. Please visit Rural Voices Radio at www.writingproject.org. I'm your host, Kim Stafford. Thank you for listening.